the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yep, after more than... uh, We're free at last. That's what I wanted to say. There you go. (laughs) After more than three years, Michael Flynn doesn't have to worry about being sentenced. All he has to do is figure out how to get his life savings and his reputation back. Um, You know, he lost both when he was set up by the FBI. But after documents that made it obvious that he was set up showed up over the last few days, yesterday the Department of Justice, as I'm sure you know, uh, dropped the case. I actually thought there might be somebody on a non-Fox network who would say that they were happy for Flynn and thought that it was uh, what was done to him was terrible, but it was the exact opposite. They're unhinged. Listen to this. It's a pretty dark place on social media. The very first comment after the story broke that I saw on Twitter was, Putin, if you're listening, high-five your asset. And there are Russian flags and Russian memes popping up. And now we see Bill Barr really just doing Donald Trump's dirty work. Now he has in his back pocket a little AG who saw to it to let Flynn go. It is, uh, I think, breathtaking dishonesty from the Justice Department. This is the collapse of the Justice Department. Now, Katyal, you caught my breath with the collapse of the Justice Department. This is a case where the fix was in. The fix is in. Not good for the rule of law. It's not good for morale. And it's not a fair outcome. This is an absolute injustice. I don't worry anyone who, who cares about the rule of law. Mike Flynn's lawyers have been engaged in a smear campaign. This is a political and incredibly destructive thing to the rule of law. It's all heading towards the president wiping the Mueller investigation uh, out of the history books, at least as far as criminal convictions. Ah, uh, yeah, they still think there was a uh, there was collusion with the Russians, and their minds are never going to be changed on that. When we come back, we're going to talk about Michael Flynn with a guy who actually worked in the Justice Department. And uh, coming up in the second half hour, by the way, the Jerk of the Week Award. And it was a tough one this week, but we came up with a good one. And we will celebrate turning yellow or not. Stick around. about deductibles and co-pays, dental or vision? How about elective procedures? Marley Financial has got you covered. This is John Stagerwald. Marley Financial is now offering a new health savings account that can be used for anything health-related, anything, co-pays and deductibles, any prescription, even elective procedures. Marley's new turbocharged health savings account can set you free of high premiums and out-of-pocket expenses. There's even a company-matching component that can provide two or even three to one in benefits. And because it's a contribution, not a premium, your value stays with you for the rest of your life. And if you recently lost your job and your health benefits, Marley has programs to get you the coverage you need when you need it most. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 and ask about their new turbocharged health savings account. That's 784-884-1496. Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace at MarleyFG.com. Gold. It's soaring. Are you missing it? If you have an IRA or 401k, you probably are. Less than 1% hold physical gold. We've been told by Wall Street it's for crazy people. Really? What's crazy about an asset that beats stocks two to one? I'm Adam Barada, national best-selling author of the book Gold is a Better Way, owner of Advantage Gold, an Inc. 5000 member, and highest-rated gold IRA firm in the world. Gold is booming because gold is really about debt, and global debt is a pandemic. If you have an IRA or 401k, I want to give you my book for free. That's right, free. Text GOLD to 49776. That's the word GOLD to 49776. Learn why gold will outperform pumped-up stocks from this point forward. Turn your IRA into a wealth growth machine. Text the word GOLD to 49776. It's time to stop being crazy. Text GOLD to 49776. Hey, I'm Andy. 
If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! We're Diamond and Silk, and we have a new book coming out called Uprising. The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. No one we grew up with could have dreamed of what we have been able to accomplish. Our mother was born in poverty to sharecroppers. She was living the American nightmare. So for us, the American dream meant not only the freedom to find love and follow our faith. Freedom meant not letting anyone else define who we are, what we can do, or who we should vote for. In Uprising, we talk about the world we grew up in and what led us to rebel against that world. And how rebellion led us to speak out on politics and reach millions of viewers and how you can reach others too. You've seen us and you've heard us. Now read all about us in Uprising. Uprising by Diamond and Silk, coming August 18th. Pre-order at Amazon or wherever books are sold. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, a big story yesterday had nothing to do with the coronavirus. It was and still is about Michael Flynn. The Department of Justice dropped charges yesterday, as I'm sure you know. And if you were listening before the break, the CNNers and the MSNBCers were apoplectic. They said it's all about politics, of course, and Trump is trying to change history. Hans von Spakovsky has been on this show many times. He's a senior legal, legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation. He actually worked at the Justice Department. He joins us now. Hans, thanks for coming on again. Hello, Hans, you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. John, okay, you, sorry. You, uh, faded, you faded out there for a minute. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, always hope, good to have you on. You're, you're a perfect guy for this one, obviously. Uh, but as I said, I don't, I don't know why, but I thought the new evidence that uh, led to the charges against Michael Flynn being dropped you know, might actually get him some sympathy from the liberal media. Of course, they're out of their minds with rage. Uh, so are the Democrats. So what are they missing or what are they, uh, I guess, intentionally trying to miss? Uh the claim that this is Donald Trump and this is just political is an absolute lie. Uh, look, you cannot read the 20-page motion to dismiss filed by the Justice Department without being outraged at what happened. Because what, it, what, what is made clear is that um, the FBI had no basis, no legitimate basis to even be investigating Michael Flynn, period. They had no evidence of any wrongdoing. They had uh, uh, nothing, really. Uh, no, uh, no possible violation uh, of any federal law that would have justified doing it. And, you know, the Justice Department makes it very clear also from all of the documents that have been released just in the last few weeks. And they've only been released because uh, William Barr, uh, appointed a, a U.S. attorney um, out of St. Louis to review this, that the prosecutors of the case withheld all kinds of exculpatory evidence that should have been turned over to the defense. And people need to understand, that's not an option. Under a Supreme Court a case called Brady, um, prosecutors, if they have any evidence that shows the possible innocence of a defendant, they have to turn it over to the defendants, and that was not done in this case. 
Uh, well, uh, before we go on here, I just want to ask you, you, you worked at the Department of Justice, and we hear those two words right. all the time. I mean, I know that's the Attorney General, but, but what and who is the Department of Justice? You know, who, who are we talking, how many people are we talking about here? You know, when you hear somebody say, the Department of Justice uh, decided today, blah, 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 is that the Attorney General? Or is, is it, wh- wh- where is that coming from? Well, what clearly happened in this case is that um, the U.S. attorney who was assigned to review what the Justice Department had done in this case obviously recommended to the attorney general that the case be dismissed. So this wasn't the president's decision. Yeah, it was Attorney General Barr's decision, but he only did it after the U.S. attorney, who is an experienced prosecutor, okay? This, This is somebody... Uh, who knows the rules governing government prosecutions, that, in the, that, that prosecutor recommended that the case be dismissed because, as the motion says, um, the government doesn't have the evidence to prove this case. And in any event, uh, it's very clear that the Justice Department, and particularly the FBI, did not have any basis for opening the investigation uh, continuing the investigation or even interviewing uh, Michael Flynn. Now, critics are trashing uh, Attorney General Barr, uh, so that you're saying the decision would not have been solely up to him, or in the end, I guess it was, but it ne- didn't necessarily begin with him. It did not begin with him. Um, yeah, as the top uh, law enforcement official of the Justice Department, it is his decision, William Barr's, but like I said, he, he gave the case over to uh, one of the U.S. attorneys and asked him to investigate it, and it was that mm-hmm. attorney who apparently recommended that the case be uh, dismissed. And again, I just don't see how anybody could possibly read the motion to dismiss and look at all the wrongdoing and potentially unethical conduct by the FBI, including, by the way, James Comey uh, and Andrew McCabe, uh, and not come to the conclusion that this uh, case should be dismissed. I, I just don't see what, how else you, I don't, I don't know what other conclusion you could come to unless you are simply a political partisan and you want to see Flynn prosecuted, despite the fact that uh, the case should never have been brought. Well, uh, Comey tweeted out yesterday that he's sad uh, about the, uh, the uh, Department of Justice losing its way. I don't know if it was the Department of Justice. I guess that's who he was talking about. Yeah, uh, they've lost their way, and he hopes hey, that the senior the, people the stick FBI around. The FBI lost its way when when he became the head of the F- FBI, mm-hmm. and his wrongdoing and his his shamelessness, the fact that he doesn't think he did anything wrong, shows that he never should have been the head of the FBI, and that he could not ever be trusted in a position of, with that kind of power. Well, uh, okay, what about the claim by Adam Schiff? He's out there now saying that uh, this does not exonerate Flynn, but it incriminates Barr. That <laughs> <laughs> They are just so mad politically about the collapse of this case that they are making claims against Barr that are just untrue. Look, um... I just wrote a, a piece that was published at the National Interest, and I wrote it with two of my colleagues. All three of us are veterans of the Justice Department. Uh, the other two were both assistant U.S. attorneys. They prosecuted many cases. I worked in Maine Justice, and all three of us were just shocked to read about the misbehavior of uh, the DOJ prosecutors directly involved in this and the misbehavior of the FBI agents who were involved, in particular, the misbehavior of people like uh, like James Comey. Look, just one thing in here shows how wrong this was. You know, something that came out in the last couple of weeks were the notes taken at a meeting of James Comey, Andrew McCabe, and Bill Priestep, who was the head of counterintelligence. And in it, he says, well, what are the objectives for the FBI interview with... um, Uh, with Michael Flynn, is it to get at the truth or to get him to tell lies so we can prosecute or get him fired? 
The FBI's job is not to get people fired that they don't like in the executive branch. Their job is to uh, investigate violations of federal law. And yet they, then those notes make it very clear what they were interested in was getting Michael Flynn fired. How unprecedented is that, do you think? That, I mean, it had to have uh, happened before. We just don't know about it. But has it ever been, has I, there ever been a I case where it's been revealed? You know, this kind of actions may have occurred during the, the bad old days when Edgar Hoover was uh-huh. the head of the FBI. But that was all supposed to have been stopped and cleaned up. And, and I, don't, I can't remember in, in recent memory... Um, when that kind of behavior occurred. The, the, the fact that they were talking about getting him fired uh, just shows how wrong uh, James Comey was to be the head of, of the FBI, that there would even be those kind of discussions about it. And keep in mind, um, three weeks before they decided to send the FBI, that is Comey, and uh, decided to send the FBI agents to interview Flynn, the lower-level FBI agents had recommended closing the file on Flynn because there was no evidence of any wrongdoing. So why would they reopen it? Well, it's very clear because they wanted to get Flynn. And, but, and they, were, they figured that they'd find the evidence uh, on the way to getting him. That's right. And, and that is just so wrong. The, the law enforcement powers of the United States they are not to be used uh, in the manner of picking somebody you don't like and then investigating them to try to find a crime. The, the absolute duty of the FBI is to only investigate when they have evidence that a crime uh, has been committed. And, and uh, I asked you a minute ago about you know the, how, how unprecedented this is, and you said it might have happened in the J. Edgar Hoover days, but, um, you know, the, the the target of this um, this stuff from from uh, Comey being a guy who was just within you know twenty minutes uh, had beca- had had been the uh, what, director of national security for the uh, for the uh, president uh, or you know a major guy in the president's uh, staff uh, you know he'd been there for twenty minutes before they they decided to come after him that that doesn't that hasn't happened very often where they go that high up. And use that method to get getting doing to get Al Capone is one thing, but you know to get a guy like Flynn is a little different, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it absolutely is. And you have to wonder why did they target him? Well, people should not forget. Remember, Michael Flynn uh, had an intelligence post during the Obama administration, and um, the Obama folks got upset at him because he criticized the Obama administration's actions in places like Afghanistan and elsewhere. So he was not liked by Obama administration uh, officials. And that's uh, the person they picked on uh, in, in the incoming Trump administration to go after. Well, um, uh, he said, uh, uh, Schiff said that Flynn's lies uh, do not become truth. So, I guess what he's saying, uh, maybe what he's saying is that even given what you're saying, even if they accept that, they're saying that, well, maybe the FBI uh, didn't play fair, but he still lied. And his lies are still lies, and he shouldn't be exonerated. Well, uh, how does Schiff know that he lied? We don't actually have a recording of the interview because the FBI didn't make a recording. Instead, well, because because he's admitted have- to lying. That, that would be, I'm guessing that would be... Schiff's claim, he admitted he, he, he pled guilty to lying. Yeah, but he pled guilty to lying because the FBI, it turns out, was threatening to prosecute his son. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, th- those kind of threats uh, would, would probably scare me, and I'm a lawyer, uh, uh, into pleading guilty to something I didn't do. We don't actually know whether he lied or not because there's no recording of the interview. The FBI agents who interviewed him simply filled out what are called Form 302s, which is just their remembrance of what was supposedly said. And don't forget, um, there are established uh, reports out there that, in fact, the FBI agents who interviewed him did not think he had lied. 
but that somewhere between them drafting the original 302s and the final version, somebody, and we're not sure who, uh, edited the 302s to make it look as if the agents believed that he had lied. Yeah, and um, there's been a lot of speculation. And we're talking to uh, Hans von Spakovsky. He's a former uh, member of the uh, Justice Department and uh, legal uh, fellow, at, senior legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation. Um, there's speculation out there that uh, Schiff is panicked because he knows there's more to come. Do you think he should be worried? Because uh, I, I get the feeling this isn't the end of it. Uh, I definitely think he should be worried because everyone should not uh, forget that John Durham, another U.S. attorney, has been charged with investigating the whole uh, Russia-Trump collusion hoax, what turned out to be a hoax, and who was involved in putting that together and uh, initiating and conducting the unjustified FISA electronic surveillance of Carter Page and others associated with the campaign. Uh, and I think uh, Adam Schiff ought to be worried. Yeah. Uh, and um, who among the people who went after Flynn should be most worried about uh, the recently declassified material? Uh, should it, would, it's, uh, would it be Schiff or Comey or who's, who's going to – because Schiff, I think, uh, uh, it seems to me, that, he's a I, reputation, but as far as being what he did, being illegal, uh, that's the other people. Yeah, that's the other folks. I mean, Adam Schiff, uh, look, a member of Congress, unfortunately, can lie all they want to, and, and that's, not a, criminal, uh, that's right. not a criminal violation of the law. On the other hand, FBI agents who lie in an application for a FISA warrant to the federal court that uh, supervises the FISA statute, that is a crime. A lot of people out there looking for indictments, though, have been waiting a long time and, and expecting some kind of a big hammer to fall. Is that going to happen? I don't know whether it's going to happen uh, uh, or not. Uh, all we know is that John Durham is still investigating and that his investigation has expanded because he's asked, he asked for more personnel from the Justice Department. So, you know, we, I wonder what he's finding, but look, we won't know uh, until... Uh, he completes his investigation, comes out with his report or indictment. Now, I had Andy McCarthy on the show a couple of weeks ago, and, and uh, he says that he believes President Obama had to know about this plan, if you want to call it to spy on the Trump campaign, because they would not have had the, the nerve to do that, what they did, without his permission. They wouldn't have done it unless they, uh, unless they knew that he knew they were doing it. you buy that? I. Uh, I do buy that. Uh, Andrew, I know Andrew McCarthy, you know, mm -hmm. longtime friend of mine, but also right. one of the most experienced federal prosecutors I know, and I, I think he's correct about that. I, I just don't think um, Obama, in many ways, was a micromanager, and I just don't believe they would have initiated or conducted these actions without his okay. Now, I have about a minute and a half left. Um, you're also an expert on election law. You served on the Federal Election Commission. So while I have you here, uh, where are we going? We have about a minute and a half. But where, oh, I have one minute left. Uh, where are we going with the push by the Democrats for voting by mail? Well, there's a big push all over the country uh, to vote by mail in the November election and only vote by mail in the November election. And, you know, that election is six months away. Uh, making a decision like that now is not a wise decision, particularly because of all the problems associated with voting by mail. Uh, absentee ballots, unfortunately, are the biggest source of voter fraud because they're ballots that are um, received, voted, completed, and sent off outside the supervision of election officials. Uh, there have been lots of cases around the country of, of, of voter fraud involving absentee ballots. And why would we make that decision now rather than have in-person voting potentially in November? Is there anybody out there, John, that thinks we're not going to be back at school, back at work? Probably not me. Why can't we be back at a polling place? Thanks, Hans. We'll be, we'll, we'll be back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The unemployment numbers are in, but not as bad as some predicted. The coronavirus crisis has set the U.S. unemployment rate to 14.7%, 20.5 million jobs vanishing in April. 
An aide to Vice President Mike Pence has the coronavirus, marking the second person in the White House complex known to test positive this week. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany is confirming the latest positive testing, insisting the White House continues to operate safely. Earlier today, President Trump and the First Lady participated in a wreath-laying at the World War II Memorial on the National Mall in Washington. On this, the 75th anniversary of VE Day. Wall Street brushing off a record-breaking job report loss and pushed higher today. The Dow picked up 455 points. The Nasdaq was ahead 141. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Jay Sekulow sees another cover-up. During its Trump-Russia investigation, in a bipartisan vote, Republicans and Democrats voted to ultimately release these transcripts when their investigation was finished. Adam Schiff, when he was in the minority voted to release the information. He thought that would be fine. That would be appropriate. He could release them. He has the authority to release them. He's not going to release them. Jay Sekulow Live. Weeknights at 6. Right before Larry Elder at 7. At AM 1250. The Answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, Estate administration isn't a side job, it's what we do. You have the same goals we all do, to protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. If you need to save money right now, start with your wireless bill. Pure Talk USA will give you unlimited talk, text, and one gig of data for just $20 a month. Switching takes just minutes, and you can even keep your phone and your number. Pure Talk USA's coverage is so good, they cover 99% of American households. Plus, save an additional 50% off your first month if you switch today. Go to puretalkusa.com and enter the promo code half off. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code half off. Pure Talk USA. Simply smarter wireless. This is John Samick, owner of Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. All of our cleaning and disinfection services use hospital grade EPA registered products. Contact us to provide peace of mind for your employees. Demand the yellow van. This is John Samick, owner of Service Master Greater Pittsburgh. Our specialty cleaning services can provide the peace of mind your customers and employers need as your business reopens. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master Greater Pittsburgh and schedule a consultation today. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. We are still seeing delays on the outbound Parkway East. Accident clear just past Bates Street, but still tied up. Boulevard of the Allies up through there. About a three-minute delay there. Also have a crash now in Bell Acres, Camp Meeting Road at Oak Lane. A crash also reported in Ross McKnight Road at Nelson Run Road. Construction continues in West Mifflin, 885 between Mifflin Road and Noble Drive. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. We'll have a little snow ending in the evening, then becoming partly cloudy, breezy, and cold with a low of 26. There will be a freeze. Mostly cloudy, windy, and cold Saturday, high 44. 
breezy and cool on Sunday with a mix of clouds and sunshine and a high of 56. Then look for a brief shower or two on Monday. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Holly Holdren. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Boy, it gets tougher every week to pick a winner, but the New York Times will be proud to know that one of their columnists is the big winner this week. Yep, Linda Hirschman. Here's what she wrote about Tara Reid and her accusation, uh, accusing Joe Biden of sexual assault. She says, uh, we are now up to four corroborating witnesses, including one contemporary corroborating witness, unearthed by Rich McHugh, who was Ronan Farrow's producer at NBC News during the Harvey Weinstein Me Too reporting, and one Larry King live tape. So stop playing gotcha with the female supporters of Mr. Biden or the Me Too movement, making them lie to the camera or perhaps to themselves about doubting her to justify their votes. I believe Ms. Reed and I will vote for Mr. Biden this fall. Yep, that's right. Linda Hirschman, who supported Monica Lewinsky and said she believed Anita Hill and Christine Blasey Ford and who used to believe the thing to do is believe all women when they accuse a man of sexual assault. She believes Tara Reid, but she also believes that committing sexual assault can be overlooked if you happen to like the rapist more than you like the guy he's running against. Give some credit to her for being honest, but for being happy to ruin Brett Kavanaugh's life and now endorsing Joe Biden, Linda Hirschman is this week's Windows R Us Jerk of the Week. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Well, congratulations to Linda. And she's our Windows R Us Jerk of the Week. Um, and again, um, again, there were uh, plenty of candidates and... Uh, it gets it's actually kind of easy because I have so many to pick from. But then sometimes I don't want to, you know, I don't want to leave somebody out of that uh, achieving the honor of being named the jerk of the week. Anyway, um, speaking of speaking of jerks of the week and people who could uh, be nominated every week, at least lately, uh, the governor, Tom Wolf, was a, would be a strong candidate. I don't know if uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you heard that uh, he granted us yellow status uh, as of uh, taking effect next Friday in the, on the 15th. We're going to be uh, into the yellow uh, phase. And I, I don't know, am I supposed to be thrilled about moving to yellow? Because I'm not. You know why? Because it's stupid. Um, you know, every statistical breakdown I see, it, it shows that it's almost all already sick or heavy old people who are dying. So why can't my, you know, my 18-year-old grandson play his senior season of lacrosse? He's 18. He's healthy. He's in great shape. He's not going to die from the from the virus if he gets it. He might get sick, pretty sick, and be miserable for I don't know a week, ten days, I don't know two weeks. I know why because it's because he might carry the disease to someone old like me. So <clears throat> how about this? We tell the young people uh, to to stay away from old people. You know, don't visit grandma. Stay away from your elderly parents. If you do visit grandma, wear a mask. Doesn't it make more sense to do that than to ruin the lives of millions of people who have an almost zero chance of dying? Almost zero. I mean, you can't get much closer to zero than for someone who's 18 years old or a high school kid or college kid or a, a 25-year-old NHL player, for example. <clears throat> so play a hockey game. You know, let, let fans come. Mask's optional, okay? Um, I don't know. Advise people over the age of 60 to stay away. Give your ticket to a, a healthy young person. And if you're young and you do go to the game, here's an idea. Stay away from the old people when you come home from the game. Don't go around old people for a while. That's kind of the key here. If you're young, you're not going to die from the virus, but you might have picked it up. Don't go to grandma's house, okay? Is that hard? If you're old, sick, and, and or overweight and you go to the game, you do so at your own risk. How about that? I'm heavy. I uh, I have a slight respiratory problem. Um, there are going to be 18,000 people at the arena. Uh, I think I'll go anyway. Well, that's on you, okay? Now, I'm 71 and a half. I wouldn't think twice about going to the game, but, but I've ridden a bike. Uh, I didn't go today because it's actually snowing right now, but uh, 
I, I wouldn't think twice about going again, but I have ridden the bike for a total of, I think, 54 miles in the last three days, 20 miles here, 18 there. I don't drink. I'm not diabetic. And, and quarantining the healthy has never been done before. So open the world up. I, uh, take special care of the old people in your life. And, and start, you can do, do their best job of taking care of them by staying away from them. Don't go see grandma or grandpa. And if you have old parents, older parents, don't go see them either. Uh, that, that, you know, they have to just deal with not seeing you for a while so you don't kill them with the virus. And instead of shutting down businesses, how about this? Make employers aware of the risk for old employees and maybe sick employees or uh, overweight employees. Have them work at home. Let the low-risk people have their lives back, and let them come to work. How about that? This is just stupid. And someone I talked to today came up with a great slogan that I think the Republicans ought to go with um, that uh, to, to kind of go up against what the Democrats are doing, trying to lock everything down to show the difference between the two. And the, the slogan should be, Make America America again. How about trying that? We're going to go to yellow, though. We're supposed to be thrilled about that. In case you didn't know, uh, here's the official um, word from the state on what this phase is. The purpose of this phase is to begin reopening the economy while keeping the spread of disease contained as much as possible. Restrictions will be adjusted as necessary based on public health indicators. Businesses with in-person operations must follow safety orders as well as CDC, Department of Health guidelines, for social distancing and cleaning. Working remotely must continue where feasible. Child care facilities can open but must follow safety orders as well as CDC slash Department of Health guidelines for social distancing and cleaning. Large gatherings of more than 25 people prohibited. So you can have 25, but you can't have 26. So if you're gonna thinking about going to church next Sunday after we move into yellow on Friday, it better not be with more than uh, 24 other people or you're a bad person. And uh, I don't know what they'll do. If they come and arrest you, I don't know what they do. Uh, restaurants and bars remain limited to takeout and delivery only. Indoor recreation, gyms, spas, and entertainment facilities, including casinos and theaters, remain closed. In-person retail allowed, but curbside and delivery service is preferable. Stay-at-home orders lifted. So just keep in mind, you're still ordered as of this minute. And until next Friday, I don't know if it's midnight Thursday, whatever it is, until next Friday... You are ordered to stay home. Well, I went for a bike ride yesterday for 20 miles. Is that okay? I wasn't home. Is that, I mean, is that okay? Uh, it's, uh, it is, it's just stupid. And then uh, I have this. This is from, this is from uh, Dr. David Yealy. He's the chairman of emergency medicine at UPMC. That's good old UPMC, good old Pittsburgh, UPMC. This is what he says. Okay, now, remember, we have another week before we get to the stupidity that I just read to you, about 25 people and all that stuff. We flattened the curve long enough to make sure the hospital system has plans ready and can implement them and continue to manage COVID-19 infected and ill patients. We'll need to do this as long as we can because the disease is going to be with us for months to years. As long as we have the coronavirus, as long as we have the flu, the issue is protecting those, I think this is what I said, the issue is protecting those who are most vulnerable, particularly the elderly, and not halting every social interaction or driving our economy into a depression. Then he goes on to say, this is what he said yesterday, we're not going to be able to fix in the short term the ability to completely eradicate the virus. We're waiting on those developments. However, the problem we can fix is to focus on isolating and addressing, addressing the conditions of the most vulnerable part of the population. If we focus again on the elderly, that's me, focus on me, we will bring down the death rate. We can get that below 1% easily by focusing on those who will do poorly, not by not allowing my grandson to practice lacrosse on a high school field, which he's not allowed to do right now because it's, it's just, they're just not. Um, and, you know, don't do that. Just forget that. How about focusing on the elderly? We are ready for a smart reopening of society and all the communities that we serve. I don't think yellow going to the yellow phase qualifies as smart. Sorry. 
We know that any long-term shutdown has impacts not, not only on our personal lives but on our economy, and we've already seen consequences to this on both physical and mental health. People are going nuts. People are committing suicide. For healthy people in all walks of life, from school teachers to sailors, having the virus will likely yield either no symptoms or a symptom that feels like the cold or the flu. Let me read that again. This is the, from not from me. Uh, not from uh, somebody, uh, some wacko that you think is some right-wing extremist writing on a, a website somewhere. This is Dr. Donald Yeely of UPMC. For healthy people in all walks of life, from school teachers to sailors, having the virus will likely yield ne- either no symptoms or a symptom that feels like the cold or the flu. This contrast has real implications that we haven't fully embraced yet, COVID-19 is a disease that attacks many, but it ravages those with pre-existing conditions, especially the elderly. Did you notice how many times he said the elderly there and pre-existing conditions? And how many 25-year-old perfectly healthy people can't go to a bar or a restaurant tonight because people are afraid they're going to die from the coronavirus? Or I know they're going to pick it up and bring it home to the elderly people. But what he's saying there is, I think, I think I'm, I'm smart enough to figure out what he's saying, He seems to be saying, stay away from the old people. If you're young and you've been out in public, you know, you you might you might get sick and you might even die if you're if you're uh, uh, 40 years old. If you have some kind of an ailment, there's a one in a zillion chance you'll die. But you might take it home and give it to somebody who would die from it. And this is just doesn't seem to be that complicated. Then there's an Israeli professor. His name is Yitzhak Ben Israel of Tel Aviv University. And he said, this is what he said. Now, he, he looked at the numbers for uh, uh, multiple countries about what's been happening with lockdowns and how that's affected the spread of the virus. Here's what he said. Irrespective of whether the country quarantined like Israel or went about business as usual like Sweden, coronavirus peaked and subsided in the exact same way. His graphs show that all countries experienced seemingly identical coronavirus infection patterns, the number of affected, infected peaking in the sixth week and rapidly subsiding by the eighth week. He also said it is a fixed pattern that is not dependent on freedom or quarantine. you get that? It's not spreading or not spreading based on who's made to stay home or how many people you're allowed to be gathered with. He says, quote, there is a decline in the number of infections even in countries without closures, and it is similar to the countries with closures. And then he was asked, what about Italy and their staggering 12% mortality rate? He says Italy uh, also collapsed in 2017 because of the flu. He says Italy has big-time problems with their health care system. And he told the news agency that Italy's exceptionally high mortality rate is eerily reminiscent of their unusually high flu mortality rate. So it's happened, happened before in Italy. And then how about this? What about the... Uh, Israel's uh, unprecedented quarantine and closure that they're going through right now. That was what Dr. Ben Israel was asked. And here's his uh, response to that. I think it's mass hysteria. I have no other way to describe it. 4,500 people die each year from the flu in Israel because of complications. So close the country because of that? No. I don't see a reason to do it because of a lower-risk epidemic. So there you go. That's a doctor in Israel. Pretty... uh, well-known and well-respected and uh, a seemingly smart doctor. It's mass hysteria, what they're doing in Israel, which is a major lockdown. I guess it's even more ridiculous than what we're doing here. And then before I go here, to, before we go to the break, this is my might be my favorite story uh, of the day. Um, someone dumped sand in a revolving door at the city, count, at, uh, city hall uh, last night. Uh, they're investigating to find out if, if it's uh, somehow related to the fact that they dumped uh, sand on a skateboard park on Polish Hill to stop kids from breaking in and skating. The facility's been closed uh, along with other recreational facilities to, uh, you know, to help prevent the spread of the virus. And the uh, public works director, uh, Mike Gable, said people were cutting a lock and jumping a fence to get in. And then this is good. Someone on Craigslist uh, in Pittsburgh advertised free sand at the Polish Hill Park for sandboxes, gardening, or to stage a reenactment of Raising Arizona. About the sand, it said, I left it in a public park so we can remain socially distant. All the sand you can haul is at Polish Hill Skate Park. Grab it 24-7 and go. I'll take this post down when it's gone. So um, I, I, ho- I, I wish someone... 
I put it this way. I, I, I wouldn't be all that upset if I found out that somebody dumped a few tons of sand. Take a dump truck over and dump a few sand, uh, tons of sand on Bill Peduto's driveway. I'll be right back. spending more time at home these days, but somehow the wind and the rain didn't get the memo about shelter in place. This is John Stoggerwald with some great news from Windows R Us Pittsburgh. They've been granted a waiver by the governor to handle any emergency repairs outside your home. If you've had damage to your roof, gutters, siding, or windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can still answer the call. And everything will be handled in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines to keep your family and their employees safe. You may be eligible for free repair or replacement with the area's premier exterior replacement company with over 50 years of home remodeling experience. Visit windowsarustpittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. For a no-pressure approach with no hidden fees and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry, a company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. That's windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! We're Diamond and Silk, and we have a new book coming out called Uprising. The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. No one we grew up with could have dreamed of what we have been able to accomplish. Our mother was born in poverty to share properties. She was living the American nightmare. So for us, the American dream meant not only the freedom to find love and follow our faith. Freedom meant not letting anyone else define who we are what we can do, or who we should vote for. In Uprising, we talk about the world we grew up in and what led us to rebel against that world. And how rebellion led us to speak out on politics and reach millions of viewers and how you can reach others too. You've seen us. And you've heard us. Now read all about us in Uprising. Uprising by Diamond and Silk, coming August 18th. Pre-order at Amazon or wherever books are sold. Migraines can attack anytime, anywhere. Now there's a new kind of pill you can take anytime, anywhere to treat them. Introducing Ubrelvi or Ubrojapant. Ubrelvi can provide relief from migraine pain and debilitating symptoms without worrying where you are or if it's too late. People took Ubrelvi within four hours of a migraine attack. One dose can quickly stop a migraine in its tracks within two hours, and many had pain relief in just one hour. Ubrelvi treats migraine attacks in adults and is not for migraine prevention. It is available by prescription only. Do not take Ubrelvi with strong CYP3A4 inhibitors. Tell your healthcare provider about all the medicines you take. Few people had side effects. The most common were nausea, 2 to 4%, and tiredness, 2 to 3%. While normal routines have shifted, the need for migraine treatment remains the same. Contact your healthcare provider to see if Ubrelvi is right for you. Ubrelvi, the anytime, anywhere migraine medicine. Learn about support and resources at ubrelvi.com or call 844-4-U-B-R-E-L-V-Y. Sponsored by Allergan. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, if you've been uh, paying attention to the news and watching some of the ads, a lot of the ads popping up on uh, TV here lately. Um, the Democrats are obviously, they are going to, uh, the part of their plan is going to be blaming Donald Trump for everything related to the coronavirus. 
uh, the the economy crashing is going to be his uh, crashing is going to be his fault, and then they are going to accuse him of not and already doing that uh, accuse him of not reacting quickly enough. So uh, I came across this little uh, interview with um, the mayor of New York City, Mr. De Blasio. Um, this was in March, March twelfth, uh, I believe it was. Listen to what uh, the mayor was saying back then. Speaking of uh, not being uh, ready for this, Willie, eight point six million people here. We have twenty five cases as of this morning, uh, and we care deeply about each of those individuals. But against the backdrop of eight point six million people, and for the vast majority of New Yorkers, life is going on pretty normally right now, and we want to encourage that. If you're under fifty and you're healthy, which is most New Yorkers. Uh, there's very little threat here. This disease, even if you were to get it, basically acts like a common cold or flu. But our schools are running. And we said, even if, God forbid, we found a case in a school, we're not shutting down all our schools. We're not even shutting down that school long term. We're going to go in, clean that school, uh, isolate individuals who had that really direct contact, and then get up and running. We'll have a day where our school is shut to get reset, then get back up and running. We cannot shut down because of undue fear. That's my concern. We are better off keeping our society together, our economy together, our schools open. We're better off not closing larger events because from what we're seeing, you don't get this disease by walking into an arena where someone else in that arena has it. So I, I think there's an overreaction. Yeah, a little bit of an overreaction. Um uh, maybe um, they might have reacted a little bit too slowly in New York. Maybe, uh, you know, piling people onto the subway might have caused a few thousand people to die. Um, so uh, how can the Democrats going forward when stuff like that is out there and you have Nancy Pelosi showing up in Chinatown uh, sometime in February after Donald Trump had already stopped uh, travel coming in from China, uh, inviting everybody to come down for a big party in Chinatown because you don't worry about this virus and just come on down and it's uh, nothing different from before. It's same as always here. Business as usual here in Chinatown. That's what you got from the Democrats. And uh, we got a long way to go. Six months, almost a little bit less than six months to go. But we're going to yellow next Friday. I'm really excited about it. Hope you are. We'll talk about it on Monday. Talk to you then. Bye. John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.